What's up, everybody? This is Drink Sinatra at the Third Coast Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 29th. Here today with me is Mid Mark. Yo, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? How you been, bro? Good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I am not in comfy clothes right now. No? No. You just got off of work, I just huh? got off straight off of work. My man just got off of work. Came straight here for a recording session. That's dedication, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's dedication. Introduce yourself to the world, man. Let, let these people know who you are. Uh, man. I mean, it's not much to say. Been been producing for about to give up my age. I've been producing since 2011, 2010, on and off every now and then from being in bands or just being just doing in-house music with with you, Drank, and uh, and my boy Switchblade. Um, it's the only two artists I kind of work in-house too because you know it's a whole collective type thing. Yeah, man. Let's just... Do you play any instruments? Yeah, uh, self-taught on drums and I guess self-taught on bass. I was a part of this group, this hardcore band, local hardcore band back in 2017, and they're going through lineup changes, and uh, they go, hey, man, do you want to play bass? I said, nope, and they give it to me anyways, and it's the only four or five songs you've ever played live. It's the only songs I play on bass. Hey, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. You've got that experience, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I've i never performed on a on a stage or anything like that. And, uh, it sucks. It's, <laughs> it's pretty nerve-wracking, I bet. At first, at first, I was nervous as hell. We played at this one Austin club, and I was nervous as hell. Yeah, I forgot every single song. I played almost every song backwards, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, after a while, I got the hang of it to the point where I just got too loose and thrown up on stage and skin drunk too much, but, you know. Is what it is. Hey, that's Austin, Texas mm. for you, man. Yep. That's Austin, Texas. Well, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So, uh, you know, what what new stuff are you working on right now? Um, the most recent thing I uploaded, me and Switchblade Nine, we just did a collab tape called Raps and Collab. Me and my brother going bar for bar. That's what we. That's what we like. That's what we do. Um, yeah. Other than that, you can catch you can catch production credits I have with. Drank and Switchblade Nine. He's on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer. So is Drank Sinatra. Yeah. That's the only thing I have commercially is beats on uh, streaming platforms and stuff. Mid Mark mm-hmm. here. He uh he actually ran the uh, the drums on Mamas and a little bit of the bass lines. And this is a guy who's pretty talented. Mm. He do just about anything uh, when it comes to music. And and that's the mo- and that's the fun part too. Like. Uh, you know, with Switch, it's it's easy because him and I are very similar in how we like our music. Very, I, I guess, sluggish and kind of perverted in the sense where you just make you just want to rap your ass off. Just like a raw rap almost. Yeah, like um, with, with, with Switch, I know with Switch, he had, he's in the school from, of like a Freddie Gibbs, Rob, Rob Marciano, I guess Rick Ross to a certain extent, um, MF Doom, rest in peace. Things like that, so and that's where the style I come from too. You know, I was born in mid '95, so I caught the last glimpse of uh, good rap music and stuff. You know, with Drank, uh, it's 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 challenging because he listens to so different styles of music, and that keeps me more in, in tune of what's, I guess, current to the pose of what's, um, what everyone's not listening to. But that's just who I am, anyways. I can go from one genre to the next genre and just trying to find a way to make it mine. And infusing in mind instead of, you know, copy and pasting it, which I think a lot of beat makers and producers do. Not producers, but a lot of beat makers do nowadays. 
which sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you coming from, you know, hardcore rock music and then coming into rap, that's a, uh, they're one and the same almost. Uh, you know, rap's definitely changed. Uh, who, who are some of your influences? Rappers? Um, like, who's your top three rappers? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh, in no particular order, top three rappers. I can't give three. I can give you five. Give me five. Jay-Z for sure. Okay. Kendrick for sure. All right, yeah. Fuck MF Kendrick. Doom, rest in peace for sure. MF Doom is somebody I still got to kind of look into. And, <sighs> crazy. You know. It's fucking crazy. Well, crazy with Doom is like Doom will start with the metaphor in the first six bars and the next 15 is about about the first six he laid <laughs> and he ties it all together. It's crazy. I don't know how he does it. Um, yeah, Doom, Hove, Kendrick, uh, Pusha T, 100%. And, um, Shout out good music. Shout out and um, hmm, Lupe Fiasco. So a lot of variation between luxurious drug dealer rap to you know what's the meaning of life, mathematics, challenges the status quo rap, which I think is that which I think is kind of sick myself. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, man. That's a there's a lot of deep meanings when you get into like Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick and some of their their metaphors and the, mm-hmm. the way they spit their lyrics is like. And it's crazy too because I noticed a lot. Um, I was one of those, I was one of those, I guess, haters that didn't really fully embrace the new style of rap music that came in two thousand sixteen to two thousand eighteen. Kind of like Uzi and like when the new style yeah. of rappers came out and everybody was kind of like, who are these weirdos? Yeah, when like the first emergence of like Little Yachty and Little Uzi Vert, Cheapy Red. I'm twenty six now. Even though I'm still relatively young. I, it just really wasn't. I wasn't their demo, and I never said it, their music was whack or trash or anything. It was just not my thing. Um, but I think when time rolled rolled through, when you know guys like XXX and Tashion, rest in peace, came, yeah, rest in peace, yeah, um, mm-hmm. Juice World especially, rest in peace to him too. Yeah. Um, uh, Little Skies, Little Pump, they had a way to make music, and, and I didn't understand it at first. Some people just like you got to really listen to it, and I started listening to my music nerd ears. Juice Road specifically was very, very fucking smart. Yeah. He wrote the shit out of songs. He sung them, and he knew where he was going and the trajectory where he was going. So I think him, him specifically, and X, for sure, are going to be that new tel- that new tier of legends in the late, you know, two thousands, like you know, the late two thousand tens. You know, because yeah, for sure. I mean, I. I embraced XX and Tacion when he first came out. I, know and I was you just did. like, man, this kid is wild. This you guy know? was like fucking wild. This dog. guy was wild. This guy was talking about some crazy got thought it. of controversy in the media. Trent got his haircut just like him, <laughs> and, 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 you know. And uh, but he he definitely inspired me and brought me out of that rut. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was down in my music passion. I couldn't really mm-hmm. find substance in any sounds that I was listening to around mm-hmm. that same era of time. You're talking about 2016, 20, when the emergence of you know Lil Yachty. And, because that year was super dry. There wasn't really an album in that year that mm-hmm. I can say, other than Drake's, like, you know, if you're reading this, it's too late, I'm sorry, or whatever, you know, that one, and I think Views had some. I think Views came out in summer 2016. Is that when Views mm-hmm. came out, and then I didn't even listen to Views that summer. That I didn't, It wasn't until, like, two years later mm-hmm. that I was, like, I went back and I listened to yeah. some of that stuff, and I was like, man, all right, I kind of missed some things here, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh. Music now, it's really open, right? And we can almost just create 
any kind of style and incorporate it with anything now and it yeah it's yeah. it's fucking crazy um it's it's an abundance of like this new style of music but also older generation can compete like yeah. it's crazy like um you know guys like Griselda uh their New York rap group Benny the Butcher Conway the Machine and West Side Gun guys like those you know Rob Marciano Freddie Gibbs um, and older gentlemen like a J. Cole or a Drake or Kendrick, they can still compete. And also on the flip side of this, um, uh, this new style, new era of rappers, they all compete at the highest level. And it's crazy because I never, not never, can ever see that happen growing up in high, especially in high school. I remember in the height of like 2010 to maybe 2013, I can't probably say. That was probably the last official, to me, this is the last official golden era of rap music. Because you gotta look back what came in that time. That was like early variations of what Drake was coming out. Yeah. Um, Kendrick as well. Take Care. J. Good, Cole as well. Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh yeah. Wiz, that, Wiz Khalifa. Um, I Fred. bought every single one of those albums. Yeah. I bought every single one. Dude, I remember when Take Care came out. That was fucking crazy. I think I bought Take Care like four different times, mm -hmm. and then I ended up buying the vinyl after. So yeah, I remember I bought the deluxe version of Take Care, and that shit was crazy. I remember a good kid, Matt City came out. That was yeah. fucking crazy. That was a good. That was a good album. Too. But um, guys like that, like Wiz Khalifa in that time frame. Yeah. Um, Fred the Godson, rest in peace. Meek Mill was early variations. YG's early variations. Uh, Mac Miller as well, rest in peace yeah. to him. Nipsey Hussle just, I think, was released into Crenshaw tape, which that was a very impactful mixtape as well. Tyler, the creator, and the whole Our Future yeah, collective, those, that shit was fucking bananas. Those guys really came up. Shout out to Tyler, man. He's got the number one album last week with over 175K sales. Oh, uh, Call his, Me If You Get Lost? Off his new oh. album, Call Me If You Get Lost. So shit. If Wait. you haven't checked it out, guys, you need to go check out that album. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm looking forward to hearing your new sounds and stuff like that. And uh, it's coming, by the way. You know, I'm, first, I'm really first commercial release is coming soon. For this year, this year, sometime this year, I want to produce it, arrange it, mix it as much as I can, and this will be my first commercial release. Okay, hell yeah, man. Well, wait, man, we're really excited. Uh, really excited here. Mm -hmm. Um, we're gonna switch the topic here. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some things that way for the community and for other people that are listening out here. Um, want to talk about mental health. Mm. I want to talk about uh, uh, relationships mm. and uh, what what are some some things that you do in your life to uh, kind of keep uh, your relationships, whether it be with your, like your father, or your mother, or your, your you know your siblings. What mm -hmm. what are some things that you do to just kind of make sure that uh, you know you're looking out for their mental health as much as they're looking out for your mental health? Um, I think oh man, I think that mental health is a very big thing now because. You know, um, everything's right in front of you. It's so accessible at the same time. Yeah, I think it's very important to just give people little check-ins, man. You know, it doesn't have to be a fucking big, grandiose, you know, I love you type thing. You mean the world to me type shit. You know, um, you don't give me, don't give me bullshit on here. Like, you know, I don't really have the best relationship with my parents. I kind of learned how to love them from a distance. But my siblings and stuff like that, you know, I think we're kind of tight, you know. Y'all grow apart when y'all get older because y'all have your own lives and being aware of it that you have some some mental setbacks. I think that's the biggest. That's that's step number one, and I think um, embracing it and just kind of working on it to be a better person. I guess I think that's probably the best. I firmly believe that you know we are very divine 
and very true creatures. I think that, you know, we are in control of our destiny. I don't think things happen for a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason, good, bad, or indifferent, um, in my life specifically. But, um, I think if you just, you know, just sit there and just really just focus on, on what's really getting at you from day to day, you know, just finding something to get you through the day. I know music helps me get through a lot, you know, um, I listen to certain albums, new or old, that um, get me through it, you know, I'm going through, you know, stuff for myself or family yeah. or whatever, you know what I mean, but I get you, man. I get everyone's you. different. I get you. Well, mental health is very important and it's very important to us here at the Third Coast Podcast. And for sure. If you're dealing with any mental issues, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to somebody. Uh, you can reach out to us. You can reach out to those mental health lines. Uh, I'll be sure to leave some uh, some numbers in the descriptions for y'all. Yeah, man, mental health is a real thing. I don't think why people think it's a joke or people like belittle it in any kind of fashion. You know, it's just something you just gotta really, really gotta tackle with because you know, motherfuckers can be crazy sometimes. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and and I want to let people know too, like, you know, men have mental health, women have mental health, children have mental health, everybody has mental health, and not one mental health is more important than the other. I see a lot of people that become one-sided with mental health. I don't want them to think that that's okay. Then you have to fully support it all the way around. And that's just kind of my belief on it. Mental Being, health does not discriminate. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all need love. We, know, we all need help sometimes. And having empathy towards people will sometimes have a greater effect. I 100% agree. Yeah. People definitely are here to test our characters mm-hmm. and morals. And Hey, I'm excited for this new project coming out, bro. Blame. Yep. Uh, Looking forward to it, man. Uh, thank, thank you for joining me today on this podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, Blame's going to come out sometime soon. I ain't going to give no release date. I ain't trying to be a Kanye West with it. Uh, right, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah, man. All right, bro. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today, and uh, we'll catch you later. Hell yeah, hell yeah.